Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back to Los Santos Radio. Right now we got MT Gummy Teeth. What's up? Joe Togan. What up? <laughs> Thicky Nicky. That's your host. We have Dill Pickle. Hey. Dude, you're like And we yellow. have Dude, Dr. Drew. Like yellow. <laughs> okay. Oh, All right, we're hopping right into Animal <laughs> Farm right now. So, like, start reading off the questions, Dill Pickle. All right. Um, what are there any historical events that you were reminded of? Animal Farm reminds me of the Russian Revolution. Okay, I agree with that because the Russian Revolution was, like, a movement to change the old ways of society and um, basically trying to make it better through communism and in animal form, they're doing the same thing because they don't want to. They don't want to be uh, controlled by humans. So, what do you guys think of that? Uh, the leader of the farm, uh, like the animal leader, was trying to change them so there was no interaction with the humans. Like, t- uh, tell them who you are, or else the listener doesn't know who you are. Am I serious? Yeah. Yeah. Doctor Drew. Drew. Okay, that was Doctor Drew. That's Doctor Drew. All right, nice job, Doctor Drew. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's also like communism because they said that they were gonna get different rations uh, based on their worth. Or, I mean, work. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> so. Yeah. Okay. Based on their work, but then. They cut everybody's rations, no matter how much they did. Yeah, that that was basically like um, Nicholas II in the Russian Revolution, or in the. Wait, I thought he was thinking Nicky. No, no, Nicholas II in oh, the Nicholas Russian. Oh, oh, oh. In the in the in the Russian Revolution, that was the leader, and it was that compares to Napoleon, because um, that Napoleon was the one that cut the rations, and Nicholas II was the one trying to make trying to make the revolution better for Russia and, and kind of totally failed. So yeah, stop. Who does Napoleon remind you of? Napoleon reminds me of Stalin because he is basically the dictator of Animal Farm. So basically, Stalin was really stupid because, you know, yeah, uh, during World War Two. Uh, he made this rule is like the not one step back rule where like his guys couldn't step back and a lot of his guys ended up getting killed because of it but um in animal farm you know napoleon's kind of like that but um it's like different because you know it's animals and like animals are kind of a joke if i'm being honest here so you know well, it, it turned out even I mean, worse than how stalin ter- like made it turn out yeah, in the animal farm world, um, it was it was like the war basically they had with the humans, and it got some animals killed, basically like that, and stepping towards the uh, uh, the the revolution they had. Thank you, MT Gummy Teeth. We're going on to the next question. So, who does Snowball remind you of? Uh, Snowball reminds me of Lenin. Back in the Russian Revolution, after he took over the throne of Nicholas II, because Nicholas II did a he did a bad job, and the liberals and the socialists uh, were disappointed in him and managing the and managing the throne. So uh, Lenin took over and actually did a pretty good job, kind of working up the 
the con. <laughs> so stop, stop. So you're saying he does a good job. So are you in support of Snowball? Uh, yeah, I would be because I. I mean, I don't really know, but. So basically, Napoleon is like Nicholas II, who is doing a bad job. And the only difference between the book and this is Napoleon keeps ruling, and then the book kind of just ends with him just kind of ruining the whole I revolution. I thought Napoleon was like Stalin. Napoleon well, it, was like, uh, he was one of the leaders. Right? Yeah, he was one of the. We're comparing him with two different people. Yeah. That's that's conflict of interest. So yeah. Well, right. well, well Stalin. I don't. I kind of disagreed earlier oh. when we were talking about that because Stalin um, actually brought up like Russia and he started the Red Army um, for World War Two, and and uh, yeah, the, yeah. I meant um, it was right after World War One, and then. They actually had a successful civil war when Stalin was the leader. So, I mean, you, I guess you could kind of com- compare Napoleon to that, but uh, the Napoleon didn't do a good job at the end. He kind of, uh, we'll go on to how he was like a human leader, but. What type of leader was Lenin? Um, well, basically, he uh, did what, what the, uh, what the people wanted, like uh, Nicholas II. Kind of, he just tried to start the wars and start the communist revolution, but so he so he wasn't like exactly like a dictator. No. No. He All right. Yeah. All right. I guess it looks like we have a call. Hello, hello, it's me. I just want to put some input on Animal Farm. Um, I actually didn't think I didn't think it was too good of a book because I didn't like how they set up the set up how the animals you know the animals were in the revolution because then you have to use personification and it just i can't take it seriously you know will you elaborate more on that (laughs) um bye (laughs) all right it looks like we have another caller uh i disagree with Zach over there. I think the book was just fine. The personification was made the book more creative in your brain or whatever, and just made it a funner story to read overall. And uh, yeah, that's an interesting take on the book. I'm gonna have to agree with you on that one. I liked how how they gave the characters in the book all a certain identity that relates to someone in the Russian Revolution. Pretty much a certain human role for every animal. Yeah, and I think they did a good job uh, bridging the gap between the characters and the real life people to where even a monkey could understand it. Yeah, I I would also have to disagree with that kid named Zach. (laughs) But yeah, um, I like all the personalities all the animals had, and it made the it made the book interesting. Just all the, all the different characters. All right. That's I thought the book was exquisite. Okay, thanks for calling in, bye. <laughs> okay, um, Del Pickle, I, I, I'm gonna interview 
on you what happened um, during the windmill because that kind of plays back to all of the characters turning on each other like in the Russian Revolution what but I, ju- I just want to ask what what do you th- what happened in the windmill so with the windmill it was uh, knocked over Napoleon blamed it on snowball even though I don't think it was snowball who did it I think it was just it was a weak wall and so they had to rebuild what they had done already and they had to do it twice as much and it really made their lives difficult and it sucked for um, the animals. Yeah, I can agree on that. Anybody else? Anybody else? Why do you think all the animals completely stuck to one side and not even questioned where they were? where they were standing on the whole situation? I think they stayed on one side and never even thought about changing sides because of the fact that Napoleon had done a, or had slaughtered animals beforehand that had supported Snowball in any way, or if they did anything bad whatsoever. And, you know. Uh, so, go, so going off of Dylan, um, Dill Pickle here. Uh, I think just because of the fact that they're scared of Napoleon, just because how much of a demanding leader he was, so they're going to take his side um, just because of that. Okay, so bring it to the end of the book. Um, what do you think about all the pigs uh, dressing like humans and acting like humans, and why is this ironic? Um, well, I think it's ironic because at the, like after the revolution, they said that they would not become at all like humans and they would just stay animals and they just work to make lives better. And they did not do that. They made the pig's lives a lot easier, but everyone else's lives sucked. Yeah, I, I think it's ironic because... Um, it kind of goes against what their whole revolution was for in the first place. But, um, really, they uh, started doing human things because it was actually, like, the smart thing to do. Like, those risen humans do those things. Like, walk on two legs and, like, eat and drink like humans and stuff. Okay, yeah. Uh, thank you for tuning in to our podcast. Love. Uh, yes, uh, Remember to always <laughs> remember to always follow your seven commandments. Um. Shut up. <laughs> this has been a good one. Um, tune in for tomorrow for our our new book. Um, um, our new interview about Dylan's hair. Okay, thank you for tuning in.